Hello, I'm Faye from Freelance Mum. Thank you for listening to the Business Surgery Podcast. Every month we get you to pop your questions to our business surgery expert. And this month we're talking to Nicola Jane Proctor, our in-house photography expert, taking your questions on how to capture the right image when it comes to your business. All so important when it comes to social media. We've been taking your questions directly from the mothership and putting them to Nicola. I kicked off by finding out how Nicola got started. I have always um, followed a very artistic route, um, doing theatre studies and arts at A-level. And I discovered my love of photography through one of the technicians when I was doing my art A-level at St. Brendan's. Um, and continued continue with this passion all the way through um, doing my art foundation and decided that was the route I wanted to continue when I went to uni. Did you find that actually you learnt more when you actually got out and you started to take the work professionally and how much has it changed during that time Nikki? When I went back to uni I didn't actually go for a uh, degree I went for a H&D so it's a more hands-on approach to photography. When you get out into the workplace you definitely it's a continuous learning curve because I started on film and I have had to teach myself digital and the technology is just changing so quickly so yes it's a continuous learning curve and you do learn on the job. I've got some great questions that are going to be put to you today Nikki which are coming from the mothership so these are all from fellow freelance mums many familiar names and faces to you as well and all putting their business surgery questions to you because we all know how important it is when it comes to capturing the right image for our business and it's about how you can do that as your business as well so we thought that as our in-house photography experts and with social media being so important Nikki we've got some really lovely questions I'm going to start first of all with one here from um, Claire Stone and this is a really nice one Um, any top tips for taking nice photos when you don't have a nice clear background my house is all magnolia not my choice so the light is very magnolia-y what's your answer and advice for someone like Claire Stone who's got some products and wants to get some great photos when she's taking photos at home. Okay so there's a really really simple solution to this. One go and find some really good natural daylight and also when you're going to photograph your products monitor the light in your house so what um, time of day is better best time you get the the best light so for instance in my house we get the sun in our, our front room in the morning so I know that's like the best time I get nice lovely light airy light. Um, if you've not got the right backdrops and you think your house is too cluttered and you're photographing small products like Claire is, then the perfect solution is just to create yourself a little scoop that you can set up really easily. So there's great companies on Instagram. Um, there's one called Photo Board, which they create small photo board style backdrops for small businesses to shoot flat lays and things for your social media and your Instagram. Um, so I'd really recommend going and checking them out. They're really, really reasonable, about £20. You don't need to buy one or two to start yourself off. And then creating yourself a little white scoop to so get a couple of pieces of big white board, stick them together, create yourself a little light tent, pop your photo board underneath, and then you've created yourself a perfect little setup to photograph your products. You don't have to worry about your magnolia background. That's really clever. So it's like a mini little photo a shoot. A mini photo shoot. And it's something that you can set up in five minutes. You can use it with your um, your phone. So I noticed Claire mentioned she uses her phone. These photo boards are designed for people that don't have SLR cameras and you can just, so you can use them on a day-to-day basis and create some really great images for your Instagram and social media feed. That's a really good quick win then for social totally media. A quick win. So yeah, small investment, 20 to £30. And that £30 is, is priceless for the images you'll be able to capture. Brilliant. Okay, thanks for that one. Sticking with the social media trend then, this one comes from Lucy Gray. She's a graphic designer. 
And coming in with a very visual head here, any top tips for Insta? How to create a look and feel for your brand? It's really easy to get overwhelmed when looking at other feeds, thinking, mine looks so inconsistent. So how can we really nail and drum down that particular Insta look and just make ourselves look as polished and as best version that we possibly can all the time? Okay, for somebody like um, Lucy, who's design-led, Obviously, I think it's really important to have a consistent, uh, either a colour look or um, a light airy look or a very, a very simplistic clean look. So decide on the look that you want the overall Instagram or social media feed to look like. So somebody who's really good, to, for example, to have a look at, there's um, a really great lady on Instagram called The Brand Stylist. If you look at her feed, it's really clever. So you'll see the overall look of her Instagram is really light and airy, pastel tones. But also she's really clever. So any time that she does a shoot for herself, she's always got an element of green foliage in her shoots. And that's a continuous look. So if you, it's very, very subtle. It's continuous all the way through. So just think of an element like that that you could include in, in all your images or think about which kind of look you want to go for. So do you want a light airy look? Do you want like bright colours so it, it pops out? Do you want it to be like re- all neutral tones? So think about that when you're planning and then also use an app called Plannerly. Um, this was recommended to me by Jasmine Starr. I went on her workshop recently. She's an amazing social media person and it's an app where you can actually plan your um, social media ahead so you can actually see what your feed's going to look like before it goes live. If you post a photo onto the Plannerly and it, it sticks out, it doesn't merge in with the other images, then you know you need to maybe change the colour of it or the tones, etc., but use something like that so you've got a visual thing to look at before you post. That's great. And I guess it's a, a real time saver as well for yeah, a small definitely. business owner. Yeah, definitely. But I just think you need to like nail down what kind of look you want to go for and plan ahead what you're going to post as well, definitely. And plan ahead which photographs or images that you're going to, to going to post on your social media. I really like the suggestion you were mentioning about the, the green foliage. Yeah. So is that, for example, if she's doing a personal shoot, she would use that? Yeah, she's obviously a, a design brand designer. She does um, lifestyle style shoots of herself, like in, in the workplace or uh, designs that she's done, she's doing for a client. So she will always, if you look through her feed it's really subtle she has like a jar of like plants but it's always got some green foliage in it or there's some green foliage in the background it's really really subtle but she does it in all her shoots another one here from the mothership and this one comes from Rinhambra and she said what things do we need to think about when taking the behind the scenes day-to-day pics i'm trying to do more of this but i'm never quite sure if i'm hitting the mark and i think particularly in cases like rin where your services that becomes even harder so any suggestions for how we can still keep capturing those great moments that enhance our business image when actually you aren't selling a product definitely this is a really good question because obviously when you're selling a product it's a, a i think it's a lot easier so for somebody like rin if you want to do behind the scenes, I think what you need to do is plan ahead. So plan some categories that you can cover every month. So for instance, it could be that she's got a love of coffee. It could be the view from her, her office window. So the, the seasons that are changing. It could be she's having an admin day or each month she's got an exciting product that she wants to cover behind the scenes. Always try and find good light. If it is really cluttered, just have a quick sweep round and declutter before you take the images of behind the scenes. Sometimes that's not always possible if you can. With somebody like Rin, who's capturing behind the scenes and not a product, black and white would be a really good way to go as well obviously not with if she was doing something like the view from your window then you want to capture the colors but if it's like in her office 
or out and about during the day. I think if she stuck to like a black and white theme and it give it a really documentary feel, which I think would really suit Wynn style. Brilliant. So picking out those clear themes. I think picking out categories. So maybe picking out like six to seven categories per month that she's going to cover behind the scenes. So it could be something about her. You know, she could love cake or it could be like I said to before, like the view from her office window. It could be that she's um, every week she has an admin day plan those shots and just build yourself up a little small stock file of of shots that you can use based around that and then anything else that you know that's coming up I've got a workshop today I'm going to take two or three images to capture the workshop and it could be that you know if the light's not great or it's a little bit cluttered pop it into black and white oh that's a quick win then so if you haven't got a bit too cluttered not necessarily the best pop it into black and white pop it into black and white lovely Definitely. thank you for and loving those ideas as well so can't wait to see some of those and um, actually manifest themselves onto t- onto Rin's lovely line this one comes from our Claire she's asked would you recommend using preset filters or trying to tweak things yourself using the contrast and saturation etc so if you're going to use preset filters I think the most important thing is that you use you pick a couple and you use the same ones all the way through your feed do not keep using different filters for every single image because you will make your feed look really mishmashy I really think it's a good idea to do a little bit of tweaking before so maybe just brighten it up a little bit maybe change the like warm the image up a touch there's a really great app that you can use on your phone for that it's called Snapseed they have pre-built in filters you can do things like you can add a vignette to it you can um, do the exposure you can warm warm it up if you are going to use filters maybe pick one or two and use the same ones all the way through so a really great example of this is to look at somebody like Gordon Hair Design so somebody who came on my SLR course he uses the same vintage filter on all the images that he's put on his his instagram feed and if you look at it it's got the same consistent look all the way through so he's taking images in different locations all the time but the one main consistent element all through his feed is this vintage filter that he uses so that's what's given him a consistent look on his insta feed can i just ask as well professionally if somebody has seen a photograph and they want to repost it is there an etiquette is it okay to pop a cheeky filter on it or is that just not the done thing definitely not if you're reposting specifically if it's a a photographer's or somebody who's selling a product i wouldn't put a filter on it because at the end of the day they've edited that to look a certain way so it's, it's like taking somebody's painting and then changing the colors of it so i think you should have just a little bit of respect for that and just repost it as it is and also make sure you credit them definitely this is our final question and it's a really good one actually it comes from vicky from tractors and cream and she said now we have a dslr camera we've taken lots of photos of the site ourselves so there you have a lovely glamping business and we're wondering if it's worth getting a pro in to take some proper interior shots so my question is this with all the tech that's available these days is it sometimes still worth getting a pro to take professional looking images or can you get the same quality doing it yourselves and I know lots of people will be asking that question okay this I loved this question my response is yes get a pro in at the end of the day you're in competition with loads of other people and you need on your website particularly the images to be the best they possibly can you're busy running your business and doing your day-to-day tasks so you know obviously if you've got time to set aside taking the photos then that's great but I think that you should get a pro in and then you can help manage the look that the pro is going to capture for you and that those images are absolutely spot on and the best they can be to show your your product in the best light however on the flip side I think it's really good to also know how to use your DSLR because on a day-to-day basis if you've got an event going on at the glamping site and you want to capture that just to put them on your blog 
or um, you've got like a uh, you've got a feature coming up and you want to catch some images, then definitely. But know how to use your DSLR properly. So maybe invest in a workshop so that you don't have to worry about the technical side of it. You can just go out and capture the images on a day to day basis and know how to use your DSLR properly. Finally, Nikki, have you any top tips for any small business owners when it comes to capturing the right image for their business? Completely have a decluttered background and things that don't distract. Always find good light, so great natural light, finding the best time of the day and having a consistent look, definitely. And planning ahead is a major thing as well. I think you definitely need to plan. Nikki, that's been absolutely brilliant. If anyone wants to follow up on any of your workshops and getting the best out of their camera themselves, do you have any dates of those coming up? So, the next one um, we're looking at is going to be in June and it will be on a Monday in June and I'm about to release the date in the next couple of weeks brilliant well thank you very much for taking time in the business surgery today Nikki thank you very much so there we have it some great advice from our in-house expert Nicola Jane Photography on how you can capture your best image when it comes to your business if you want some of those links don't forget you can check them out as I share them in the mothership later on today and keep following Freelance Mum for details on the next business surgery and the next event that's coming up soon